Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Hello, welcome back to Diet Start Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. I'm Eileen. And we are back. Um, that is where right we are. Now, well, right now we're technically <laughs> on, in Saspen. We are in Saspen right on now. On my batch. On your batch. Yeah. It's gonna, it's we're skiing. Yes. Hopefully, hopefully very safely. safely. <laughs> um, yes, I we agree. We clearly have the same thing on our minds. Yes. We're just not injuring ourselves. Okay, so who, Sammy, tell us Who's who here? we have here as a guest. Okay, today we have Ashley Fern, a.k.a. Disco Inferno. Some of you may know her as that. She is the digital, the director of digital content and strategy at Betches. I can't believe I had to read her title off the paper. <laughs> I read my so title sad. off LinkedIn. Like when I <laughs> tell people it, I copy and paste it from there. Um, is this, am I sure this is what I do? Okay, uh, you might also know her because she runs the Betches Brides account. And if you're, ans- you know, if you're submitting stories or asking questions, she's probably the one answering you. Um, she also runs the newly launched Betches Travel account, which is thriving so far. Thriving. Go um, follow it. Go follow at Betches Travel. And um, welcome. She's Hi. a busy gal. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. A little nervous because I feel like DST is like you bear your soul. <laughs> That's where we are. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. There's like a there's a special ritual that we do. Yeah. They don't know if the audience. Well, speaking know, of new special but. rituals, we have a few announcements that we need. Do you know how Sammy and I love announcements? Um, okay. So one big announcement is that we've rebranded the Batch Slapped podcast, which is really huge because we that was our fir- first podcast but um we're always evolving we want to make changes for the positive and we saw an opportunity here to make betch slapped even better so it's now relaunched in 2020 as at betches so every week there the podcast will have a rotation of different um Betches employees, different Betches personalities, people you love, people you see on the Instagram, behind the scenes, Disco Inferno will be there. <laughs> um, and it's all going to be about pop culture, shit that you see on TV, blah, blah, blah. So go subscribe right now at Betches. Um, and also the Bachelor podcast is back um, with Kay and Derek and weekly re- there's weekly recaps of the brand new season of The Bachelor. I'm actually watching it this year. Same, you are same. too. It's I'm good. committed it's to watching it this year. Me too. It's so much better when you don't have to think about it. I haven't you can just watched watch. in a while. And I stopped watching Mid Colton season because I was so over his whole storyline. And now I'm back. And so go, first of all, go read our recaps go listen to the podcast we also just launched a new like email newsletter for the bachelor and it's really fucking funny called the bachelor breakdown the bachelor breakdown and it's not just like a, a copy of the recap like there's individual like on its own funny shit it's like in there opinions in there they're really good and opinions. one more thing so we have a bachelor skinny pop fantasy game which is insanely cool so you can join the fantasy game it's not too late it's amazing go eat your skinny pop drink some wine go watch the bachelor with us and also the fantasy game is not like a bracket so it's not going to be just won by the people who read the spoilers every week you make 
make new predictions so it's an ongoing thing that you can actually it's, interact with every week and the predictions are like how many times will like hannah ann cry how many times so like, good will the person will they fuck in a windmill i if, don't know <laughs> if you don't know what um where to go just go on the bachelor instagram page all the links and all of that is there and follow it okay wait so back to disc just <laughs> hi ashley hi. okay so we were talking about rituals before Indeed. Indeed. So we have a new ritual here. We're starting with a new guest or just every week. We're going to ask maybe like as a little icebreaker. Everybody loves icebreakers, right? Um, <laughs> look, what is the weirdest thing you do? Like maybe regarding around food, regarding food, um, like sort of like your serial killer trait, but around food. Um, okay. So I do a lot of weird shit with food. <laughs> what do you do? Um, What's the you, weirdest? If you would ask my husband, he thinks that I am the 600 pound life inside of like a smaller person <laughs> um when i watch tv in bed i put my like i'll have a bag of popcorn and i'll eat the popcorn not from the bag i'll like put it on my chest and like <laughs> use that because it's a lot closer to my mouth do you what like what about dips and stuff like if you have to dip something do you dip put the, the popcorn dips in the chest oh. on the um, chest no that's like usually next to me like on our brand new white sheets that like justin's probably put and then like if he comes home and sees this he's like where is the tray so we have like five <laughs> trays and like, like i have to use the tray are you a bed eater so you're a bed eater uh, i'm a bed eater there are crumbs everywhere oh my God. i oh my am gosh. like we played like that newlywed game or whatever yeah. at the bridal shower and it was like if you could change one thing about the other person yeah his was crumbs yeah <laughs> what's yours about not him? the bed eating. and mine to him was ocd okay which yeah. i think go hand in hand like, because i'm the slob yeah. it's it's more so like be chill with the crumbs yeah exactly <laughs> he, yeah he tells people like um i have two personalities it's pig lady or twig lady i see that that's really funny and it's like you know, before the wedding, he's like, oh, you were a twig lady. Like, you know, you're super conscious of this. But then when you're a pig lady, you're like, there, it, you are a bottomless pit. Like, I, you eat more than I do. If you're ever feeling like pig lady, just call me. Yeah. We can, I know. Yeah, we could start chatting. Like, yeah. my seamless order is not okay. What is the weirdest thing you do, Sammy? Or it's, like this week or just in general? It's definitely the fact that I like fully embrace eating dessert for dinner so that I can like save Wait, calories. I did that the other like, day. I had the I other, love it. The other night, like, I, I just, it was like late or no it wasn't late it was like early and <laughs> i was no, no 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 it wasn't late. <laughs> it was like, no, i ordered a sunday it was um saturday or friday night it was friday night and i was just like you know i could eat dinner right now but i'm not that hungry and i don't actually want any like normal dinner, dinner yeah. things i was like i just want cookies from living <laughs> so is that what you had for dinner so i had levain cookies for dinner and and you were satisfied yeah, but here's the weird thing I did. I ordered a chocolate chip peanut butter and a walnut cookie or uh -huh. the, the chocolate chip walnut. The chocolate chip walnut has way too many fucking walnuts. walnuts. Yeah. It ruins it if you don't get any cookie consistency because you're just constantly having to like nuts go through the walnuts. So the weird thing I did nuts. with that was that I literally just like licked out the nuts like by by bite. <laughs> not no no no, not the nuts. I I like ate the little the chocolate pieces like bite by bite and then I tried to dispose of all the nuts, but by the end of it I could barely even consume any of the cookie because it was so covered in nuts overrun by walnuts but yeah dessert for dinner great okay Love mine you. mine is um i could eat cream cheese by the tub so can Avi. <laughs> i easily fucking love whipped cream cheese like it's almost like i can't have it in the house because i'll start eating it with my fingers yeah Avi <laughs> oh does the same God. thing yeah i just it's really so bad you also, should get a bagel i <laughs> no i start eat, i eat like the I, I look at my like app i'm like oh not enough fiber time for cream cheese so i get my gg crackers <laughs> <laughs> like it's an excuse um okay but the thing that happened to me this morning which i felt really weird about was okay i love fr like french vanilla creamer i just like love it yeah in my coffee. it's so good so i put a little in this morning i opened a new thing and i opened it and i put it in my like coffee but then i realized oh there was no safe seal on this bottle i was like someone is trying to murder me <laughs> so i immediately i was like what do i do like what are the chances Did you start feeling I was poisoned like, what are the chances i didn't drink yet i poured it in my coffee and i was like what are the chances there's rice in, in here <laughs> i was like okay i'm throwing Nydia. i threw the oh, whole Nydia. bottle oh, out i spilled i spilled the coffee out and i put it in the dishwasher i'm like I'm not even going to use this cup. Who knows about the, who knows? And I was like, shit, now I don't have any French vanilla. I was so pissed off. But don't worry, I had a backup stash in my office. So I would have done what you did. You threw it out, right? Yeah. Yeah, like chemical warfare. Yeah, where, where are obviously, vanilla creamer. we're very important people. <laughs> obviously people are out Shop to get us specifically. <laughs> they knew where we were going to go. Well, 
Well, that's the weirdest thing. If you guys want to also submit the weirdest shit you do around food and stuff, I think this could be a really fun segment. We could do on story. We could love do it. wherever. I we love can it. Submit and who it. knows what stuff like other people are doing i love hearing weird sh- i love to hear that you're a bed eater to be honest because that's it the makes best place to feel eat normal. what do you mean like i got I've, my shows i got my pillows because there's so many people who are so self-righteous about the fact like no the bed is no your subway like, clothes on the bed no, so the bed is your like what is it called like sanctuary sanctuary yeah, that's yeah the me word. too where i eat my food yeah, exactly. and i'm comfortable and so like i wake up and i'm like fuck a chocolate seed yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm, not, I'm not a bed eater but not because yeah. like i i'm not like oh, righteous about my bed yeah i just like prefer to eat on the couch yeah right i prefer to no. be on the couch generally eat, like the amount of sheets that like justin has had to throw out <laughs> because like there's ketchup everywhere <laughs> or like guacamole no, and i'm really like go with your I'm like, it's fine. i, don't, I it's try fine. not to do condiments as much it's more so the snacks you know what sam yeah. you'll appreciate this the spicy mayo because oh, i will eat my avocado sushi rolls in the bed okay. wow well, I'm sushi sick. in bed. Speaking it's of vegetable sushi, speaking right. of the things that you Either eat, if it were fish. <laughs> so this is why you're here. <laughs> I guess that's true. We want to hear your story. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> why are you um, like this? Well, yeah. well, I think people wanted you to come on because you're insanely fit. That's, Thank you. That's the nicest thing I've ever said. You are said. insanely yeah. fit, and so people wanted to know what you do. Okay, but first of all, no I one becomes more that way. The eye. Yeah. No one becomes that way normally you right, don't, that right. just doesn't happen unless I think you're that's born like, a, like that I, like i meant like I, I, nicole no and one, her six pack i know no but no becomes, one like develops these habits out of like the womb yeah right um so wait so why don't you tell us like because i know we were talking before about mm-hmm. what, like, what we could talk about and you had like a lot of things to say about your childhood i mean like don't we all so so what what was like the house like when you were growing up where are you from? What's the deal? Okay, so I was born in Long Island. Um, I had a younger brother, a mom, a dad. My dad was always a vegetarian. My brother um, has Asperger's. So, and this was like, he was born in 1993. So like, it wasn't as prevalent as it is now. Mm-hmm. So it was like a lot of trial and error with the diet. So like a lot of the attention like from my mom was like on him and like his diet and like my dad vegetarian like i was like why was your dad a vegetarian him and his twin brother actually are vegetarians they <laughs> they don't like to eat anything that's had a mother is okay. how they put it so it's like ethical yeah interesting it like freaks them out it's not like does it an egg oh no he's not vegan he's vegetarian okay i don't know if he actually eats eggs do eggs have mothers? Yes, the chickens yes. do. True. Or but the eggs. They're, they're like a weird <laughs> space. They're a gray space, okay. I would say. Yeah. Um, okay. So, like, growing up, I, like, was always aware of, like, food. It was always, like, it wasn't just, like, an ignore thing. It was, like, a very central part of the household. Okay. And then when I was 13, my dad got in a really bad car accident when he was paralyzed and we were in New York and he was told he can never walk again. And he was like super like active. Like he coached all my sports teams. Like I play wow. like every single sport under the sun, which also kind of was the dynamic in the household because my brother was kind of like my mom's project. So like naturally, like I cling to my dad and like I was like the athlete. Okay. Um, which is like, did I, he make you do like, all of the sports or did you want to do like the sports i was like i saw him being active i thought like that was like fun he was always socially had a lot of friends like right. i want to do what he does it's like a way to be close to my dad mm-hmm. um we actually had a very similar dynamic down to like the year of the births <laughs> really siblings yeah with the same thing like my brother was my mom's project i guess i was my dad's project because he was obsessed with me getting into like an ivy league school and <laughs> the project came to fruition so <laughs> It's interesting. It's just Cornell. Right. I know. <laughs> I went to Penn no, State, like, so that is like obsessed. the idea Well, that wasn't me. his project. Just kidding. You know, your, your yeah. project was, you know, being fit. I'm so. making fun of ourselves. But, no, but that is interesting. The differences I yeah. like. So, like, I always grew dynamics. up playing sports. It was, like, a fun way to be connected with my dad. So then when he got hurt when I was 13, um, that was obviously, like, the most traumatic part of, like, all of our lives. Right. So he was in the hospital for four months in New York, and then he ended up he was like i don't accept this like i'm gonna walk like this is bullshit he was like 40 years old and so his doctor said you know there's this place called like the miami project in obviously miami i believe it was gloria estefan went there and she was told she can never walk again and then she developed and she learned how to walk she went to this therapy place my dad's like 
all right, I'm going to go down there with an aide and go for a year, see what I could do. And if it's worth it, then we'll all move. Because like I was in, I was in eighth grade when it happened. I was going into ninth grade. And um, so I went to Jericho high school and he like, that's like a very good school. And he wanted that on my college applications yeah, Mm -hmm. as like an additional part of obviously all the other stuff. He's like, I don't want to pull you out of your school. I want this on your thing because like Florida schools are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) They have public schools. schools. They're not great. Um, so then and Jericho's he, like be, the best. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. A, has a really good school reputation. So after a year, he got. Um, I was actually with him in the hospital when I like saw him move his toes, and oh, I was wow. like, "Oh my god, wow. your toes!" Yeah, and so like that's a hopeful. huge sign. And so he like that really motivated him. So he went down there. He did like in, he went to physical therapy like four times a week. Like mm-hmm. like super famous place. Like Colin Farrell was there with him. Like famous athletes. Like this was like the spot okay. to go. And so he was able to, so he moves his arms. He now can walk with a walker. Wow, that's amazing. Which is yeah. like insane. He walked me down the aisle at my wedding. That's oh, yeah. 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 We've, I see, we've seen the pics. We've I know. Seen everyone and, and he's also Betches been Brides. on Betches Brides and he's a great guest. So like you guys should go listen yeah, to that. Even, even if you're not a bride, he talked about saving money. Yeah. Which is helpful for anyone. So he's really funny because he's like, yeah, my body might be fucked up, but my mind is sharp. <laughs> and he is yeah. so smart. Like he's so smart. Um, so when that happened, like my, I already had like a strained relationship with my mom. She was like hypercritical of food. Anything I ate was like a conversation. Like even if it wasn't conversation, it was like a comment on. So like, that's kind of like what, like, what do you remember? Like if I would go eat a bagel, like it would be 20 minute, like, why are you eating this? It's really bad for you. Like, how could you eat that? And I'm like, I weighed a hundred pounds. I'm like 14 right, or whatever, right. like the normal weight. You're a teenager. For a 14 year old. Yeah. You need to and still also keep like growing. hearing those things is kind of like always in your mind. So, Oh, another thing was like, you can never eat the bun on like your hamburger. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like the standard shit moms did back in the night, like and the 2000s and 90s. Like, a couple years ago, I was out with a bunch of friends. I ordered a veggie burger. I took the bun off. I put it on the side. Like, I don't think of it. And like the two girls, like, what are you doing? I'm like, right. I'm like, I'm not eating that. And they're like, why? And I was like, because it's bad for you. What do you mean? Yeah. It's, right. It's like the empty, the empty calories is what that's, they like that's, call it. I remember yeah. that those term. Like, empty calories. So very common empty, 90s cal- empty calories. Yeah. 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 2000s term. So, yeah. So, like, as like the Good years carbs. went on, like obviously the stuff was my brother progressed. I was closer with my dad. My dad got hurt, and like at that point, I was like, uh, "Oh my god, I'm gonna be like stuck with this woman for the rest of my life." Like on my dad, like because he like he was thought he was gonna die before he went into the surgery. Like I came home from like I had to be taken home from camp, brought to the hospital, and what was the, what was the surgery for? Like he broke like all of the vertebrae in his neck. But was this like before his four months in the? This was he got like rushed to the hospital. And then he had, and he had to have this okay. like life saving okay. surgery. So they brought us there to be like, all right, these are like your last words to your dad. And I was oh like, if you leave me, I will come and find you and I will kill you again. <laughs> like, do not leave me with these people. I swear. I and, know that feeling. And then like he came out and he was fine. I was because like, you know what? Like I, as horrible as this is, I like I feel really grateful. Like I'm at the age where a lot of my friends' parents are like sadly passing away. Yeah, yeah. And like obviously, like my dad, I'm sure like suffered with depression through this. Like you're. Yeah, you know, yeah, right. And like, I'm just like so grateful he was here because like a lot of people don't even have one parent. So yeah. like, I throughout this whole thing, I was like still pretty positive that like at least I have that. I'm really close with my grandma, who's like basically my mom. As anyone who like follows me sees, <laughs> yeah. I'm always yeah. with her. Grandma's um, the best. Yeah, a good grandma. A good is grandma like is the greatest. Yeah. So she like half walked me down the aisle and then like brought me to my dad. Sweet. Yeah, it was like yeah. that's you. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And 
they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Did did your dad being vegetarian affect your, like, eating habits, or was it always, like, your mom's critical thing? It it was, like, a culmination of things. I always knew at some point I was going to become a vegetarian, so once you're a vegetarian right now yeah okay and like i'll cheat like once or twice and eat like shrimp or scallops if like i want it or i'm at a really good restaurant or i'm I'm just starving shrimp have a mom it's fine like yeah (laughs) like if the thing isn't presented to me with a face you know like when you get the whole fish like that that no yeah Yeah. my mom like loves that she loves the shrimp eyes no no, No, she loves like the face of the fish yeah she's like give me the cheeks (laughs) like i can't (laughs) look at them eat the face no, like the, she wants to parts see the, of face. the face that are, you know, cheeks are chubby. So yeah. like, oh my God, it's like probably they one of the good Even fish, it's even really fish good. are trying to get Kybella? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so. So like aside. I knew all these like food things were like options. And then when we moved down to Florida, which like now in hindsight, I probably feel like was some form of anxiety. But like I, I got really sick. Like my stomach was like not okay. Like I would miss school. I would be like on the floor in cramps. Like we didn't know what it was. Like obviously, like every other, you know, like sick, like you had temperatures, or no, you were like just like bathroom inside. stomach oh, it issues. Probably was like an adjustment, right? Thing. But at that time, like, where not everyone has anxiety and like stomach problems, you know, like yeah. even like five, ten years ago, right. like it's not like a thing. So I was like lactose intolerant. I had to do like those like food diets of like elimination. They thought I had Crohn's. They thought I had celiac. They yeah. could. I did like testing negative for all of that. They wanted to like take out my gallbladder at one point. And then what another, the hell? How did you save that? Well, then they were like, we want to do exploratory surgery where basically we're just like going to cut open your stomach, like look around and see if we can like see things. And I was like, no, no. Oh like God. we live in Florida. Um, <laughs> I would like to wear a bathing suit for the rest of my life and like not have scars all over. Yeah. So, oh, I thought you were gonna say we live in Florida. I don't trust any of you doctors. That's what I well, so that too. is also the other part. But I wasn't you gonna. Didn't know I wasn't gonna keep time. throwing Florida you under didn't the know bus that at the time. Right. I just knew Guys, the schools. They have Disney. I thought Florida <laughs> was like, and when I convinced my mom to move there, I thought like Florida was like, oh, it's like, oh, it's like a top state, like they have Miami. No, it's a weird ass place. But since everything she's but, been there and she tells me like what it's like it's just no it's it's like a bubble it's warm though so i was like you know what i'm not gonna do this i'm gonna like completely just change my diet so <laughs> i read skinny bitch oh i read that is Be- that bethany no no it's like a rando and it's just like if you want to be scared out of eating things, like this is it. It's like the cl- it? okay. <laughs> you already have said if all the things in the book. Written, here, so. If this was written now, I don't think it could be published. No, it wouldn't be. I had it in like freshman year it's of college when I was book? giving myself. Ba- well, I don't want to like promote that, but like no, no, no. It, it's like it's literally basically a, a every disordered eating thought you've ever had is like in this book. Okay. So basically I was like, I knew I wanted to change my diet, but like, I didn't know if like I had the willpower to do it. So I read this book. I became a vegan from like the end of senior year of high school until I went abroad my junior spring semester in college. Is that what she says in the book to be vegan? No. I just was like scared from like all that. Like she was putting in perspective, like what dairy does and like what meat really comes from. And like, I knew about vegetarianism from my dad. Okay. Yeah. So fear. And also like, it, literally, the premise of the book is like, just don't eat, kind of. Right. Okay. To and I, hand rolls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eat air and yeah. lettuce. Yeah. Okay. So, because I, I was like, I need to like, so whatever. I turned veg- vegan. Yeah. And then like, in, so apparently it's like 30 days for your taste buds to change and like your cravings go away, which I really do believe. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. I went vegan. My stomach went, it was night and day. I stopped wow. having like all stomach issues, like immediately so i did it for three years and like apparently like you can grow out of being lactose intolerant so i also grow into it too yeah yeah. um so when i went abroad i went to rome because like i was vegetarian i wasn't gonna go to barcelona i can't eat anything there so i went to rome but like 
people when you order at Italian restaurants, they like don't make changes no. and they get like super offended if you're like, hey, can you hold the cheese? Yeah. So everything still had cheese. And I was like, you know what? I live in Italy. I'm going to try cheese. Like I, because it wasn't like a moral thing. It was more like I like a health thing. And right. like so I like slowly integrated cheese back into my diet and I was fine. Also, okay. the cheese there is like probably not as processed it's as the processed. cheese exactly. here. Yeah. So it was like the perfect way to like wean into like normalcy. Yeah. And so then I started just becoming a vegetarian and I've like held on to that since. So I started when I was 17 and I'm turning 30. Have you February. eaten meat? Like have you had chicken? No. Freak you out? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I can't eat like the fake chicken that like. Like the when we tried chicken? the Impossible Burger on the story, I was like, this is like too authentic. It what about the Hooters too much like wings it. the other ate, day that we had? I ate half of one, and like I really liked the sauce and the breading, but then when I looked at the inside, I was like, I can't. You know what I had the other day? Um, I bought the high protein veggie burgers from Trader Joe's. They're really like pretty Dr. good. Dr. Prager's? Are no. they? Um, That's my line. Are they crispy? I agree. Dr. Prager's can, is the only yeah. one that crisps no, appropriately. You can, it's all about how you make it. Yeah, but like, it's like I microwaved summer. it, and it was disgusting, and then I put it on a pan and it crisped. I need it like hard. I need it like, okay. You know, well, yeah. yeah, but no, no, no. It's it's Trader Joe's brand. It's because that's all they have there. Oh. Really, it's so it's it's high protein though. Like it's much more protein than Prager's. Prager's is good though. I like Prager's because my food shaped as dinosaurs and stars. <laughs> and Justin's like, you are a five year old, and that looks like those? dog food. Yeah, yeah, I eat those. Kale oh, I hear puffs, those are good. Spinach, oh, little carrot puffs, the carrot puffs too. Oh, really kale have and spinach. Yeah. Have you ever patties. thought yeah. like have you ever so? all of your food kind of like changes were about like healing your stomach mm-hmm. it was never about weight loss or anything like that though no okay so that was a nice side effect because like what i because i played sports like my whole life yeah and like you tend to get really muscularly and the first thing i noticed were like my thighs like trunk not that i have like super skinny thighs by any means but like they were like big like athlete legs you know what i mean and like yeah. they kind of like Went down from yeah. being vegan, from being from cutting out meat and dairy. But like, do you eat? How did you know if you were having enough protein and all that? Like, did you make an like? I an ate effort? egg whites every single day. I okay. ate tofu, protein shakes. So it was really funny because my brother, like, more autism side effects. Like, he had trouble getting weight. He had trouble like growing. Yeah. So like, he was drinking the the gaining weight protein shakes and yeah. I was eating like the, the sugar free ones the, the yeah. maintain your weight thing so we're like in the kitchen with like all our insane dietary restrictions that's in the really house. funny that's so like food really like always played a part where like to this day like I'm super conscious of like everything I eat and I like I don't just like eat aimlessly which was like a big thing like I'm a, I'm a big snacker but like I can yeah. eat snacks for like a meal or dessert yeah but I like really cut out the like like a chocolate here or like something there which I think is imprinted in my mind as those empty calories. So you, so you, do you feel like you have like a medium relationship with food? Like- I feel medium to like, I know certain things I do now are like completely abnormal. Like if I ate like a piece of chocolate, I would think about eating that and like feel guilty about that. Okay. Do you think that's like a mom thing that got implanted in? A hundred percent. Okay. Do but you, ha- like, do you want yeah. to heal? Do you want to like be able I, to get over it? Yeah. I, feel like I've figured out like the healthy relationship with food like now when I work out all the time it's more about like feeling strong and like mental clarity or like to me like that's someone yelling in my face telling me to do burpees to me is meditating <laughs> because like my brain is turned off and I don't have to think right or maybe what you do you think like about when you work out nothing you don't think like when is this well, shit I think over I want to die and like <laughs> Am I going to have to wash my hair after this? I was like hoping I didn't. But like I'm not like thinking of like work. I'm not thinking of like a family problem. I'm not like anxious. Uh And then I feel really accomplished. So I feel like better. You know what I have a theory about now that you're talking is that the reason like changing your diet to vegan probably had a lot to do with the fact that you like took control of yourself. Like when you had to move to Florida, it was like out of your control. Uh Everything was like you had to move from your friends. You're young. I was 14. And you don't know how to identify your own Uh problems. So like when you took control of what you were like, like to make yourself healthier, make yourself feel better, probably curbed a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. But that's cool. It's like a good message to send to people. Yeah. Um, Okay. So then fast forward. Where are you now? Or where were you like in college? Like, because you left that environment. Yeah, so I really like took those tendencies with me. Like I maintained being a vegetarian. Like I was a vegan for half of college. 
now I'm more like I'll have like shrimp here and there mm-hmm. because it's never like this sounds so bad, but I'm not like save the animals like my morning leather right. shoes. It's not an ethical you know what thing. I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. more like it, it weirds me out. Yeah, a lot of people say that. Like, I, I and it see makes why me it feel weird out. eating an animal. So like I guess that is kind of like yeah being sensitive yeah. to eating things that were alive. But it just like is weird to me. Okay, but I'm never uncomfortable by what other people eat, and I would never comment on something anyone eats. And like yeah like my biggest fear is like if i did have a daughter like having her have that mental like thing with food for her life because i think that is the worst thing you can pass on to a child like i have a lot of friends who i see their relationships with their mom or their siblings and like their health habits and like i see my friends and things they do and i'm like this is from your mom and they know it's from their mom yeah and what's different about me and like i don't suggest this for most people because everyone has different situations i haven't talked to my mom in 10 years the food thing was just a part of it. The handling of my dad with the accident was another part. Mm-hmm. I felt like very unsupported. I was like kind of left on my own. Mm-hmm. My dad's like clearly my best friend. I think that like his accident really was like, that was the biggest thing of the family. And like, mm-hmm. you can't be selfish at that point. Like all your efforts have to be like empowering him, motivating him. Like, Yes, I understand accidents, they happen to everyone else, but like your job as their family is supposed to be like 100% support and like your shit is yeah. put aside. And like for me to recognize that at 14 years old and then like the, my other caregiver to like, I felt like I wasn't getting that support and I was mm-hmm. kind of like what was being like things were taking out on like mentally, emotionally because like couldn't lean on like my brother obviously who like doesn't have the mental capacity to understand what's going on and like I was pretty normal like I moved from well also like people like it wasn't it hard to move from one school to another and I was like I moved from Long Island (laughs) I could face anything (laughs) like I made friends real quick and like people like wow like I was like because I played sports too and that's how you meet people and I was like pretty friendly because like once you hang out with like Long Island people like you can tackle the world (laughs) and and people in Florida aren't like what Prada bag am I bringing to work today when you have braces like no kid with braces should have a fucking Prada bag right but like that is survival of the fittest I have frightening like memories of middle school right now I begged for like a Prada a Prada makeup bag like the nylon one I remember getting bullied I put my pens in it I remember getting bullied for like not having a designer bag the first day of middle school and so I like begged what did they say it's just like how do you not have that bag we all this bag like that kate spade messenger bag like yes the messenger bag or the one that people wore the backpack no the one people wore to bar mitzvahs that was like over the shoulder the little envelope that was the coach one no 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 there was a kate wait i have a a significant memory of like my mom would never buy me like either the kate spade would never buy me any of those things she so i always had like the nine west version of them and and i remember getting like i know who the girl is still because we went to cut like we went to high school all the way through she like called me out in the front of the class like is that nine west alien like yeah my mom got it <laughs> which is so fucked up it was up. a fucking pencil case yeah no, i would like i would have to like mount a campaign in my home for like weeks to months mm. to be able to get something so like that so the difference so i did that campaign I hope. and <laughs> i I was never like given those things. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm shoveling snow. I was 13 years old. I will never forget this. In Long Island, I live in a gated community. I shoveled snow. I washed cars and I walked dogs. And I bought myself, or like 14, whatever. And I walked in seventh grade on the first day with my own Prada messenger bag that I bought on like a resale site. Was it worth it? (laughs) Yes, it was worth it because I earned my own cash money. I think it, yeah. And that's the part that was worth it. That really instilled like a hustler mentality into me. And like I always work since. So, and also in Florida, like you can get your license a year earlier if you have a job. Oh. So I worked in a movie theater. That's an incentive to get a job. I worked in a movie theater. I worked at the concession stand and I gave the tickets with my best so friend. Nice. Yeah, I worked at a tanning salon. I spray tanned people. You can spray tan people? Yeah, I was a note taker all through college. I was a Greek life social checker in college. What's a social checker? Like I would go to the frats to make sure like they were in compliance. That's so funny. I could imagine. Could you I imagine her totally walking in with a fucking clipboard? Wait, yeah. Well, the thing is like so like. And they're all trying to like hook up with her. <laughs> well, the funniest part was like my, my really good friend, the 
wedding I just went to in Palm Springs, she was also a social checker and she was in like the other good sorority yeah. and we wouldn't tell the guys and you could pick your route. So like, it was like all nerdy girls and then like us. <laughs> so we're like, let's pick like the friend, like our friend friend and then like yeah. you'd have a social at the end of it. So we would drive my car and we would park in like one of the frat parking lots so then like we could just take it later and we wouldn't tell them and we would knock on the door with like our clipboard and they would be like, you know, like about face, like, oh my God, the social checkers are here. They'd open the door and be like, it's fucking Fern and Becca. Like, all right guys like let's take shots so like we would take shots <laughs> during the social thing we'd like hang out with them we like make our rounds and then like we'd go to our own so so like it was fun that is so funny i paid 50 bucks like a, a day cash <laughs> in college that was my gas money for like two months that's amazing wow. that is like hustler yeah so like i feel like that's why like i work really hard like i so like you, you know felt like from a young age that you need to take care of yourself right and also like yeah. now i so they, like now Justin and I are married it's like where do you want to live I was like we are never moving to Long Island ever <laughs> I will never expose my child to that I because agree on twofold one I think that's like an unhealthy environment and it's gotten and worse and two I don't want to well, buy you the town. Prada bag to prepare you for like the social warfare but if I <laughs> because like you need it to not get bullied but then also you're going to turn into a spoiled asshole yeah so I'm just going to take you somewhere else it's like do you want them to kind of suffer early or later like like do you suffer like yeah. by kind of being like the odd one out who doesn't right. have what everyone has or do you suffer like later when you're kind of like a shithead right i mean i just was like suffer <laughs> suffer suffer they, suffer i'm not saying that everyone who, i'm not saying everyone who had all these things yeah. like, turned into a shithead but like i mean every place that you could possibly move always has some right, thing right. like some right. sacrifice that you have to like make in terms of the child rearing mm-hmm. so but I feel like I was like suffer, Defending Long suffer, Island. suffer. And then I was more able to identify like toxic relationships yeah. or like things that weren't serving me in life or like situations. Like I really rarely fight with my friends. Like when I hear like when my friends tell me about fights they have with like their college friends or roommate or whatever. I'm like, yeah. I don't, I like, can't relate. I don't understand. Like I got into a fight with a friend like recently and I was like, I don't know what to do. I was just like, I keep apologizing. This is a situation. Like, can we move forward? Why are we talking in circles? Like, this isn't productive. Like, let's find a solution. Also, do you know what's going on in the world? <laughs> this is so stupid. Right. So I feel like I have like a good perspective of things and like a lot of stuff. Like I relate back to my dad. So like if something's happening, I'm like, do you know what your life could be like? Right. Yeah. So like the workout oh. habits, I really did feel like came for my dad. Like he was super active. He would work like normal hours, come yeah. home, take me to basketball practice. He would run a few miles play tennis on the weekend play golf like he did shit and i was like wow this is so healthy like he's always happy he's in a good mood this is fun and then like it's competitive it's fun like aileen you're so competitive like it's fun to be competitive it's so fun so now i also i don't experience that oh i think it's so unfun to be competitive even when i went i'm like "Eh, oh my god i went rusty and i went to go play pool the other day and i was just like getting so mad losing and i was like i just love to win like i can't like help it like i I mean i can't play tennis because of because of like that and i find it incredibly unpleasant well it's up to you yeah (laughs) it's your path (laughs) well no just find a partner who like wants you know like whatever like wants to compete with me so like and it's fun like and i am i'm not a sore loser yeah and i'm not like mean about it it's more like fun it's just what's your score what's your score yeah it's like keeps you motivated yeah totally Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? 
it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Okay, so we had um, people, a lot of people submit questions. A lot questions. of people have been asking. <laughs> a lot of people have been asking. Submit questions for you um, because, like, I mean, you're the voice, face of um, Betches Brides. And so a lot of people ask a lot of wedding questions. But I think that we should do, maybe we'll do maybe some wedding questions. But mostly I think, like, a lot of people ask about, like, your relationship with food, which we talked about. Like, what do you eat? Um, especially because people are interested in, like, what is it like to be a vegetarian? Like, what? do you eat from somebody who has been one for a very mm-hmm. long time? Um, okay, so I guess first one, like, so what do you eat in a typical day as a vegetarian? Say you're not cheating. Okay, which is most of the time. Okay, yeah, so okay. this morning I went to breakfast with Sammy and some clients and we I had egg whites with cheese in them and broccoli and then the table... Eggs are vegetarian? Yeah, they're not vegan. Yeah. Ah, Okay. And we I went to ABCV. Yeah, we did go to ABCV. Oh, their cauliflower. They don't have. They that don't have for in the breakfast. morning. I made we that comment. Fucked up. <laughs> we tried. I literally said that I was like, I wish I could just eat that you freaking cauliflower. Yeah. Good. Be able to. Vegetables so there were four of us, and then for the table we split like an acai bowl with fruit, avocado toast, and like fingerling potatoes. Yeah. So okay. I had like a few of the potatoes. I had like a couple scoops of the acai. I had a like a quarter of a piece of the avocado toast and then I ate my whole egg. Let's say, let's say you didn't have a client meeting. What would you have for breakfast? Like normal day, you're going from home to work. Honestly, I don't eat breakfast. Okay, which that's I, fine. Which, yeah. is that bad advice? No. No, oh, okay. some people don't I sometimes eat don't. Breakfast. I didn't eat breakfast okay, today. So I eat like, I start like eating at lunch. Yeah. Um, I'll have for lunch, I'll either have like a large soup with like, fruit or like vegetables on the side or I'll have a salad like I rarely unless I'm very hungover which I try never to be hungover during the work week because that is the worst so miserable and the amount of people who talk to me what do you table. put in your yeah. salad um oh I actually meal prepped for the first time this weekend How and I that? brought my own lunch three days this week and I made a salad and it was lettuce artichokes chickpeas hearts of palm avocado Peppers and vegan Caesar dressing from Trader Joe's, from Whole Foods. Delicious. That's very healthy. That sounds really good. Okay. And then, like, what do you snack on? I always see you with those little chippy things. Okay. So they're (laughs) like these soy teriyaki crisps from Trader Joe's, and I eat them with garlic hummus because the serving size, ready for this, are 38 pieces. What about? You're a bites girl like us. what What about the hummus, though? Um, I probably I think we were on a call while I was eating that yesterday and I ate half the container <laughs> which is like fine because I then had like a large soup and like that's not like the most nutritious of a lunch but like it was filling and I, I'm a big snacker and I love chips and guac and I the serving size on chips in like a tortilla chip bag is like 10 chips and who eats 10 chips in this yeah thing? no one it's yeah, terrible but, I, but still even like eating a half a container of hummus like the containers aren't that big and hummus is made of chickpeas. Right. So to and me, like, like that's olive oil. Also, I sort of have this like irrational belief that anything that's not like a solid food that you have to chew, like just kind of goes I know, through you have by water. Theory. I know. <laughs> like, I feel Many like, dietitians on this podcast no, have disproven. I know, like, I know calories that are calories. I know that it's like completely Is this false. from Skinny Bitch? I know. No, I know that <laughs> it's from false, our brain. But just, I just have this belief that because it's not like solid, like it has an easier time going through and it just doesn't count as much. That's why I drink wine. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't believe that about alcohol. I don't have the same belief about alcohol, though. It's more about like yeah. it's more about like dressings or yeah, yeah, like yeah. ice cream or like a smoothie. Okay, yeah. so you so had your snack. Dinner, What's I'll, another snack you would eat though at chips work? And go- um, at work, um, I do skinny apples pop. and skinny pop. I do apples and almond butter because when I was working out at the Live Method, I would like go there and be like super lethargic and yeah. like I hate picking up heavy shit, and he always makes me do it. 
and you I was can't do that shit right, without energy. So he told me that I have to eat an apple. Yeah. Um, the hour before I train. So yeah. I started doing carbs. that more. Yeah. And then when I go home, I'll eat like an avocado cucumber roll, a salad, soup. And then I'll like, Justin and I are like huge snackers. And like the few Same. months before the wedding, I was like, there is no more candy in this house. Because <laughs> like, we would eat candy in bed. And like eating in bed <laughs> is like the worst time to eat. Cause what you're kind sick. of candy? Um, my favorite are like the sour belt, sour straws. Okay. So like real candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Candy. No. Like yeah. candy. Anything sour. Okay. Um, so you, do you have a sweet tooth? I try not to because like sugar like is addictive. So like if I here's the thing, like, you out, can't try not to have a sweet. You either have one or yeah. you do not have well, one. Well, I can't yeah. have it in the house. I don't think she has one because she's saying that she sour, sour is her favorite yeah. candy. Yeah, and I don't eat like I do not, I never sweet eat tooth. sour. Same. Anything. I'm not oh, interested. Not a sweet tooth. No, I, it's no. sour. Sour. Oh. You're really the, the sugar that's on that is coming as like a secondary taste. Totally. I, like that's why I'm not I'd really just interested lick in off it. the sugar same. and you know throw the, the tape same. away. And yeah, I same. don't have a sweet tooth. You don't. You don't. That's you know, probably you helpful know in your life because I have like classical conditioning from like traumatic childhood things. Like, <laughs> you don't eat dessert. Yeah, yeah no, hundred percent. No. Like I didn't eat birthday cake. Why do I have such a sweet tooth? Because yeah. I was conditioned to. That have That sounds one. like fear of food. A little bit fear well, of sugar. Yeah. If you ask my grandma, she'll tell you she's been on a diet since she was thirteen years old. You should have her on the podcast. She's <laughs> hilarious. I slept I over to. her house the day before the wedding, and I look at it, and all she has is Jarlsberg cheese and <laughs> Yasa crackers. Sounds like your mom. And <laughs> because she's like, I can't have food in my fridge. I'll eat it all. And like, well, I don't have one food thing in, in my fridge. fridge. Yeah, I have nothing yeah. in my cabinet. That's why I can't buy cream cheese. <laughs> So funny. <laughs> um, okay, I mean, so, but so, then I'll so, order. So like, Justin and I like will order crepes for delivery, which have like caramel and fruit, which okay. is a big one. Sometimes we'll get gelato From delivered. From your local creperie, like, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then when they close down, we're pissed. Oh, Duh. we found a creperie yesterday on 82nd on Columbus. Wow. Oh, that, I used to live. We stood there? outside the window because we got dessert after dinner last night, and we're staring out the window. I'm like, can we just read the menu? Do you, yeah. Do you we ever cook dinner? Uh, yes, I make Dr. Prager's in my convection oven. Okay. So you prepare dinner. Do you, does Justin make his own? Like, he cooks steak and like manly things. Oh, so there's like food. There's there's like meat in your house. Yeah, but like I don't eat it. So. You just don't care. It doesn't bother you. It has to be put in the drawer. Like in the, the refrigerator? No, like you know the drawer is the produce drawer? Oh, yeah. in the refrigerator. Yeah, it yeah. can't will be like cook, on the shelf. Can't you see eat, will you cook something on something that meat's been cooked on? No. No, I have my own pan. It's your kosher. Okay. Yeah, your kosher. <laughs> yeah. Um, we call it the essence. I'm like, I can't have meat essence on that it. That is a kosher thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally what it's based on. <laughs> um, I have a really question. Funny. So you are a very socially active person. Um, you're like always out, like every mm-hmm. night. How are you managing like the drinking and the eating? That was that a comes question that, that came up a lot. How, yeah. how how do you drink? What do you drink? How often do you drink? How so are you managing like, that like what are level you of activity? Like and, you like, know when like what do you get when you get drunk? How do you get? <laughs> I get fun. No, I'm just <laughs> you know, how, like everyone fluctuates and like it's taken a while to accept. Like a lot of it is waterway and it's bloat and like yeah. it's taken a while to accept. Like you know, like when I went on vacation, I I drank and ate whatever I wanted for eight days in a row. I came back, I felt like shit. Yeah, I'm sure. on that trip, yeah. but like. I wasn't beating myself up as bad as like I have in the past and feeling guilty. It's like I'm on vacation. You're supposed like this is part of living. I was still working out while I was, you know, doing this other stuff. Right. You ventured to a gym in Bali. I did go. To, I was actually talking about the Florida trip, but oh. I did go to a workout class in Bali. I went to one bar class, but I think one of the biggest things like when you're eating bad or, or like you're not happy with the way you look or you feel like going to the gym is very hard. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot. It sounds so stupid, but going to the gym when you are like fit or like thin or you feel good is easier. Totally. Because you like to feel your body. Right. Like, and you don't want to look at it in the mirror. That's so whereas true. The, the, remember we used to talk about this like going after a weekend of like eating like shit and like going to like a workout class like Barry's and you're running and you just feel the your body layer. moving like mm-hmm. on Molasses. delay after you. Yeah. Right, like you're, <laughs> it's right. like you're going and then your body yeah. follows. Yeah. Extra it's weight like, is like. It's a delay. And it's heavy. Yeah. yeah. So actually working out during the time where I one, I know I'm not even going to see the results while this is happening, but like muscle memory, it makes you feel a little bit totally. better. Whoever says they work out just to work out and not to eat more is a liar. I solely <laughs> yeah. work out to eat. Yeah. Um, but I'm never like, oh my God, I ate bad. I need to go to the gym three times today. But so what about the drinking though? So how, oh, drinking, so, yeah, like going I, out, how much do you drink? I love like, and the chips and guac that inevitably come with that kind of yeah. social life. 
Like yeah. the social life you're leading is a chips and guac social life. Well, that's my favorite food. If I can only eat one thing the rest of my life, it would be you know, that. like it's a different life than like when you're going clubbing and like you're pre-gaming and like pounding shots and then yeah. like be, maybe eating late night pizza. But what you're doing is like, you know, normal social like, going out. Yeah. So like my like go-to drink is like is something with tequila. Mm-hmm. I feel like also what do you got? my stomach. It's like the easiest on my stomach. I also feel like you don't really get a hangover as much with tequila. I agree. I'll do like a tequila a soda, lemon. I mean, if you have 20, like, yeah. But like, if you have a few, like, you're okay. Yeah. Right. Like, so I'll do like a tequila soda and a lemon. But I'm also like a sucker for like a really good Wait, tequila cocktail. Wait, you do lemon? I, limes make me think of Acapulco in Mexico no, I and do throwing lem- up. I do lemon. That's like my, that's that's my, like my thing. thing. That's my thing. Yeah, because limes remind me of spring break and bad decisions and throwing up. And yeah, yeah it's not. A limes good, just... Interesting. Should I switch to lime? You have they switch to lemon. They like are dirty. Like yeah, lime. Why are limes they're so dirty? Like mealy. Small yeah. and disgusting. Yeah, like lemons are juicy and delicious and so yeah. flavorful. And like they taste so much better with tequila. I move, I, I've switched a lot of people in so my life. I to, 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 to lemon? Lemons. Yeah. Yeah, also getting like a lot of them and chaser. smashing yeah, it up. Yeah, muddled lemon in oh, the thing. Yeah. So right. good. All right, so I guess we'll try that this weekend. You, yeah, that's all I That's all I drink yeah. when I go out. I'm so excited. Maybe martini. But anyway, okay. So when I go out to eat like, if there's something like a guilty food because I feel like a lot of women when they go out they're like I want to be healthy like a lot of my friends are like they most of them all go to the gym they all somewhat like are aware of what they're eating it's not like a diet like I've never been on like a I'm on a diet it's more like I'm eating this way like I'm gonna eat really clean this week I'm gonna not you know eat fried foods as much this week it's not like restrictive so like I'll we'll eat like the guilty food as like a shared plate like we'll get one mac and cheese thing for like five people so like you get the taste but you don't get like right right is is food like on your mind Generally, I am never like a food thinker, like dweller. But when I'm going to make a decision about food, it is a thought process in my mind. Okay, and then I'm like, if I'm eating this for lunch, how is this going to affect my dinner? So a lot of people think reasonably like healthy. Like you're not obsessing. No. Okay, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like ever burnt out about like eating so kind of healthy? I used to be like a Sunday binger, like. I would order seamless four times a day, dessert, fries. They give you discounts at that point. I know. So it's like free money. <laughs> Can't turn that down. So it's like pasta, fries, cheesecake. That was like my roto. Cheesecake. That's my. That's really funny. Yeah. So that was like a few years ago. I feel like it was like that. But then when I started going to like Matt at the Live Method, he was like, you are really like undoing a lot of progress. And like the two days, like the weekend really, and I also didn't used to work out on the weekends. And now I feel like if I work out on the weekends, it keeps me on better track for the week. And then I don't feel bad like taking a day off like on a rando Wednesday if I wake up and I'm like, I don't want to work out today. Yeah. I used to also take off weekends, but now I feel like weekends are my main workout time. Same. And weekdays are my And also you can work out whenever you want. You can work out at 1130 on a Saturday. I can't do that on a Tuesday. How many days a week do you work out? On like a normal week, not like one where you're trying to be extra or on a week that's like too busy. Like a normal. Five to six times. So a lot of times. Yeah. And okay. I pre, the way I keep myself accountable is like something that has become a habit. And again, like it's really those 30 days I find like you develop a habit. And like it has been so like ingrained in my routine where like I also know if I go home from work and I step foot in my apartment, I'm not leaving the apartment. Totally. Yep. So Even if you're going in the direction of your apartment. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I won't go home to pick up my spin shoes. I will pay $3 to rent them because the second I go in, like, not leaving. Right. It's, totally. It's over. The so, home is a vortex. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a powerful so, force. <laughs> so, like, to be able it to is. make sure I, like, go to these, like, class. I also only take classes, which is a terrible, expensive habit. But, you know, we spend money on a bunch of other shit. At least this is, like, a healthy thing is my rationalization. And, and you yeah. have Equinox, which is included. Yeah. So I will either, like, luckily we have, like, a very flexible dress code here. So, like, I'll wear my workout clothes to work if I don't have, like, a client-facing meeting. So I'm already dressed. Or I, like, pack my gym bag the night before with all the stuff I need. So I either go to the gym in the morning before work. If I have, if I have like, a dinner or something after work and I can't go to the gym, then I go in the morning. So I, it's just, like, now it's automatic for you. You yeah. don't think about it. You just make it happen. Right. And I'll book the classes, like, a week or two in advance. And then, like, as I make plans with other people, I'll make them around that. Like, so I know today I'm meeting my friend for, like, a happy hour thing. But I told her I can't go to like 645 because I signed up for a 530 class. That's funny because like you make it like a priority. Whereas like a lot of people like because they don't 
make it a priority. They'll just like, oh, okay, I don't have to go to the gym this time. I'll go to the the yeah. drinks at five. Do you think the fact? Because I know you said you like you wouldn't do it if you if it weren't so that you could like eat more. Yeah, but do you, I feel like wouldn't you also miss like the moment to get out of your head every oh, day? Oh, hundred percent. It's completely therapeutic. And I also rationalized that $35 for a class is a lot cheaper than $250 for a therapist that isn't covered by your insurance. Oh. <laughs> I'm <doing> both. <laughs> I mean, I do both here and there, but yeah. I definitely do the workout classes a little bit more. And I feel like it is like kind of like my meditation. Right. And you really do check out. And also, it, like you do get a penalty if you miss the class, like a financial penalty. True. So yeah. that's more encouraging. But like really making it a habit, packing my stuff, going right from the gym and then like just doing it ahead and I like knowing that I have this to look forward to also then I would actually be more inclined to be social because it's like oh I'm going out to dinner like two three times this week yeah I definitely should be going to the gym then I also from what you're hearing I feel like knowing yourself is a big part of it and working around that like you know that if you go home you're you get lazy yeah and like you're not beating yourself up about that you're just like making a work around that. right so you don't have a chance to do that which i think that's a big definitely a big learning thing and also like the whole thing like with my dad too like he was so active so like yeah i feel like we take a lot of people take for granted like our bodies are able to do this like we can get up and go to the bathroom whenever we want like you never yeah. think about that yeah. like that is like that's a huge struggle and like timing when you're doing that like being able to you don't have to worry about it if a restaurant's accessible or a hotel or an airplane my dad does not fly you can't fit a wheelchair in the bathroom on an airplane like right we don't we take a lot of these things for granted and like if i sprain my ankle and i can't go to the gym for four days like i will call my dad cry and be like I just want to let you know I'm just like having a really big moment of appreciation for everything you do. Like, I can't believe you do this. This is like your life. And like, so I feel like I, when I work out, it's like honoring him too. And I'm working out for two people. And like, and he works out too. And we we send each other videos of us at the gym and like, where, where is he? Where is he? Like now, where does he live? He lives, he in, New lives York. in Long Island. So he lives in an apartment building on the first floor because it's like obviously the most accessible. Yeah. And then my grandma lives on the fourth floor. Oh. That's so and my And her sister lives on like the 20th floor. It's like, it's like the oh, Boca West of like North Shore Towers. Yes, it is. It is North Shore Towers. And funny enough, so I got ready for the wedding in my grandma's apartment there. And my grandma the whole time was like, these people are going to have a heart attack watching a bride and all your hot friends walk out in their tight dresses. And like, it's that's like, really it's like um, in her shoes. Yeah. yeah. That's when she goes to the yeah. retirement home. But like, yeah. that's how I walked out of the lobby and all these old people. It was like, the, I felt like I was on the red carpet and all these old people are like, oh my God, like that's what's so happening? Um, North yeah. So like, that's really how I stay motivated too, because like, also he goes to the gym, like he'll take himself in the, his building in his building. And like, if he can get his ass to the gym, right. And like pregnant people can go to the gym. Like (laughs) we could do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's also like a huge level of gratitude, which is, which is so admirable listening to you. Thanks. Um, So it's really not like, I really think like the superficiality of it is obviously it's there. Like when I'm, I know I'm going on vacation. I know it was the wedding. Like I cut back, I ate clean. I, the month before the wedding, I, I cut out alcohol. I went vegan no carbs. How did you no cut out alcohol with like with like a life? The month before the her wedding? month before the wedding, yeah. I just, just I think I had a glass of wine. Like yeah, I cut out all the plans, or it was like once or twice, but like. But that's low. not sustainable. Like no, you cannot that's do not that for your whole life. And also, what you guys talked about because like after the wedding, obviously you get on your way back. Yeah, and I was like having like a mental crisis and like coming to grips with like I was I weighed myself when I came back from the honeymoon. And from the wedding, I think I was up four. First, it was 10 pounds. Then it was 12. Then it was 14. <laughs> and then I listened to the episode. And Sammy's like, the weight you are at your wedding is not a real it's weight. Not real. Yeah. So that cannot be your floor to measure by because that is not an totally. attainable thing. Yeah. You're not living a sustainable life. And also now that I look at You're literally at, getting there yeah. for the day. Yeah. Right. Like you're only trying to get there for that day. And then it's like over. It's it's like that thing that you do at the carnival. And you bounce yeah. it and it hits right are you back. Yeah. The day exactly. after the wedding, I had four bagels. We ordered a <laughs> pasta feast. Like Yum. no fucks given. Yeah. But Mm. Looking, also looking back at those pictures, I think I took it a little too far. But all, I, don't I don't think that okay. I didn't look like sick. But you also like 
the my mother-in-law told me you know like bef- the week or two before the wedding like you get really stressed so you're not eating as much and i didn't believe her because like i'm a stress eater not a stress not Same, eater yeah but i it really did happen because you're running around you're doing a lot of stuff that like yeah. Also, that and mean, how do people time, forget to eat? Like, you forget to eat because you you just miss the time. Also, well, it comes to the meal and you're like, ooh, I could just eat feathers. Yeah. <laughs> you also just don't, because it's always like because you have this huge motivator. It's not just because you're stressed. Like, if you're stressed, you mm. have this massive motivator of like, or motivate, or just a reason why you want to lose weight. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get in the way. But the same thing with like, what you're saying about the reason why you're like doing it for your dad, you're doing it like for a greater reason than just mm-hmm. to be fit. I feel like that that's is all the, secondary. That's what motivates you and propels you to like be consistent. And so like, I, th- I always think about that. Like also Matt says that a lot, you can't just do it to be thin. Like you have to have a bigger reason why you're setting goals or trying yeah. to, a- or be a certain way. Like you can't just make it superficial. Right. It really does have to be consistent. Also, once you start seeing results, that, that is like the it. addicting thing and also like I read um I follow these like rando fitness accounts and this person made a really good analogy or that like if your phone if you have a crack in your phone like it's one crack you're not going to keep smashing your phone on the ground to like get more cracks and that's how it is with like if you eat Eating. one bad meal yeah that's not really going to derail you and also like don't binge because you did that because like yeah oh yeah it's no. okay to do the one thing but nothing happens like if you do something once or twice it's not going to make a difference it's when you're doing it consistently you just keep cracking your phone yeah you just keep cracking <laughs> your phone i i actually feel like i've sort of conquered that like mentality of like yeah, oh if too. i get one this crack, podcast yeah i yeah. think that i have actually that's like, how you get healthy that yes but i also feel like i haven't been as motivated to like actually be like that strict or to like really cut anything out like even this week i was trying to like oh i should probably like eat less so i'm skinny on my bachelorette but like i still like ate a pastrami that's a better message for people than just than being strict for your like you know what i mean like Like, i just couldn't bring myself to be that strict to like really cut out carbs because like i don't know i just I can't find the motivation with you're also wearing ski clothes, so like that helps. It yeah. does help. No baby. So like you the keep month- doing all your wedding stuff around yeah. skiing. Yeah, <laughs> except <laughs> your weddings in Florida. Wedding. Yeah, well, right. Don't want right. That. Well, my dress covers my my one area that I don't like. So we're good. There you go. You avoided. It's almost like you hacked the system. It is. All right. Let's and do then some- you see on my honeymoon, like <laughs> secretly, like have all this like weight, like no. just set up in no. hiding. Okay, let's do some non-scale wins because I love this. We love this. You guys love this. Okay, um, I'll, should I read the audience one? Yes. Okay. I've been listening to DST since your first podcast. I'm a huge fan and often feel like you guys are telling my story. Weight Watchers with my mom at 13 being sent for runs around the block in sixth grade so that boys might like me someday, per my mother, yo-yo dieting literally forever and never meeting my quote-unquote goal weight. Anyway, I'm a 33-year-old mother of two and I started Kayla, I started Kayla It Seems BBG program after hearing her DST podcast episode, which was our first, first episode. episode ever. Um, this week, I posted an Insta story of myself in a sports bra and yoga pants because I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and possibly for the first time in my life, I thought, I have abs. I felt so good about myself, which never happens. We are all too hard on ourselves. And I decided to take a quick pic to make sure my mind wasn't playing tricks on me i posted the picture i have never been confident enough to post full body pics let alone a picture of my stomach so my fleeting moment of self-confidence is my non-scale win it motivated me to get to the gym and keep taking care of myself here's the picture i posted she shared it with us she looks amazing this is a very small photo she has two kids she has abs she has kids she has that's my motivation and she has a nice headboard she has a chic little plant next to her full size mirror. Okay, yeah. so what are your so congratulations? You look amazing. You look yeah. amazing. More so, if fe- you can feel, feel that you look, yeah, that you feel amazing. Okay, Ashley, what's your NS dubs? Um, I had pasta for dinner last night and the day <laughs> before I had fries, and I have not thought about it past eating the food. Like I have not felt guilty Too about trail. it. I didn't beat myself up about it. I didn't like. Do you normally? Yes. Okay. That that's very normal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good job. Congrats. Thank Keep you. Keep eating that pasta. You <laughs> big pasta. So man. Um. So the other night, a lot of times, like I'll go, home, I'll get home from work before Avi, so I'll be like 
and I'll be like, oh, there's no food. There's no dessert here. Can you text him? Can you bring me something? <laughs> yeah. That's like our pattern. Yeah, uh, where are the, the snacks? Night, yeah, <laughs> where are the snacks? The other night, I texted him like, can you bring me something? But then I was like, actually, I don't really want anything. I'm just doing this because like I always do. And I said, actually, never mind. Don't bring me anything. Did you and mean it? did it. Yeah, I did mean it. Were you pissed when he brought you nothing? Uh, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. I, do I said, that don't bring me anything. No, I do that too. And then yeah. he gets home and an hour later, I'm like, so do we have any snacks? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. Wait, so your win is that you that said I, never mind. That I, that I like said never mind. What was the, what? why? Because I, because I asked and then I was like, I don't actually want anything. Don't want I just it. like, I'm just used to, to wanting and asking. 30 days of asking. 30 now days. you're breaking it. 30 days of not asking. <laughs> I'm telling you, 30 days is the key. If you could stick something out for 30 days, like for that is a lifestyle change. Well, at some point, I just get embarrassed. Unless that I'm it's constantly hitting him up for dessert. Yeah, no, 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 not something unhealthy. Yeah, like something like a small, tiny, like habit. a habit. Habit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my win yeah. is that I've cooked like four times this week. My dinner. Oh my god. That's, That's that big. was my like big resol not resolution but goal for this year. I just want to mm -hmm. cook more because I get so like also saves so much money saves you money you know what you're eating you it's cleaner it's yeah it's clear the yeah. only thing that i don't count i mean sushi to me is like because you i you can't I, make it well that and i trust what they put in it there's really nothing there's not like there's sauce. fish there's you know fish I mean? rice yeah like the only sauce they put in it, unless you're getting like a roll with lots of spicy right, mayo right, right. like the plain like you're saying avocado roll if i like get sashimi like i know exactly what i'm eating so that to me, it doesn't really count, but I still haven't gotten it yet, and I've cooked. So, those are my wins, or my big what wins. a week, what a week, guys. Well, thank you, Ashley, for thank being you. here. I think we have a meeting together now. <laughs> you and I, we've we been all in, of us. Sammy, I've been with you yeah. since eight thirty this I morning. See you it's in the really meeting. a day. Um, yeah. All right, guys, don't forget uh, rate, review, subscribe. Go tell all of your friends about this podcast. Join our Facebook group. The diet starts tomorrowers. Um, what other things? Just like be the Bachelor breakdown, the Bachelor fantasy game, Betches travel, Betches travel, Betches brides. Everything. Go on Instagram. Just go in for now. Now. Go, on, <laughs> go on Instagram. Look up the word Betches. Click the account if it has like a little brain sign. And it says Betches. Follow it. That's your. That's, that's your. That's because it's like it's our brain. Yeah. Or Betches a brain. verified check because travel and Bravo are now are newly verified. So are all Killing our it. Fish verified. Killing Almost. it. Almost. Okay. Almost. Um, in due time. Yay. Okay, okay. All right, guys. Email us dst at betches.com. Email us your non scale you wins. Email us if you have more questions for um, Ashley or just DM her at Disco Inferno. And let's do our sign off. Okay, I'll go first. We're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is hosted by Aileen Cooperman and Sammy Fishbine. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Our podcast producers are Mike Coscarelli, Sean Kilby, and Carly Rice. And artwork is by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram and email your questions and non-scale wins to dst at betches.com. Betches.